Hi, my name is Tracy East, and I am one of the Revelation Wellness team that gets this podcast into your homes each week. Today, you are going to hear a really great teaching episode on how to study the Bible led by Elisa. But before we get to that episode, we want to let you know that today we are kicking off our virtual retreat for Platoon 26. This is the culmination of nine weeks of online training that they've gone through. So be sure to follow us throughout the weekend on Instagram and Facebook, and you'll get to see some sneak peeks and maybe even some live workouts as they go through their virtual retreat. And if you've been following along throughout the time they've been in training, or if you're one that's been following along for years and you felt the tug that you might like to be part of our fitness teacher, gospel preacher family, you can find out more about Revelation Wellness Instructor Training, which now includes two different tracks our traditional Revelation Fitness track and our brand new RevX track. So if you're interested, you can go to our website and download a packet and you will get all of the information you need to learn more about becoming a fitness teacher, gospel preacher. And just a quick note to let you know that the next training session, Platoon 27 will be the very last time that we are completely online for an entire year. We won't be online again until the fall of 2022. So if online is what you're craving, you wanna get in on Platoon 27. Again, go to our website and you can download a packet to hear more. We hope you enjoy this teaching episode with Elisa on how to study the Bible and we look forward to connecting with you more soon. Peace. This is fun. I love doing just straight up teaching with you. And today's message literally feels like something we should have done a long time ago. So if I could redo everything, this would be the foundation upon which we stand. And it is this understanding and growing in knowledge of the Word of God. This thing right here, the Bible. Did you know still the number one selling book in the world, the most copies of any book sold is the Bible. Um, but this book here, to know it, but not to know it, to just have head knowledge of it, the purpose of the, the written word is to lead us to the living presence of God. Can I get an amen? It is not just here. It's a lot of times we get stuck here studying this and feeling like it's, Within the scriptures, there's life. And Jesus rebukes the Pharisees and says, you know those scriptures, you study them diligently, but you refuse to come to me to have life. This thing right here is to lead you to more Christ, more truth, more freedom. And there are things that he wants to say to you that I can't say to you. So what I'm hoping for and desiring is that for those of you that do our Revving the Word podcast, can I get a little emoji or shout out? If you do our Revving the Word podcast, let us know. The whole point is literally revving the word for us. Revving is a verb. It means doing, um, living, being faithfully, choosing the things of God. It's, it's action. It's maybe another word for loving, but revving. And we put it into action as we move our bodies. So if you don't, if you've never done that before, I encourage you to go download our podcast, Revelation Wellness, and do a revving the word. 
Uh, it is scripture and you move and you listen to scripture and I unpack things for you. It's, it's a little bit like your Sunday sermon, but any day of the week you can go out to the outdoors, which there's such healing properties in the atmosphere of the outdoors, the sunlight, the wind, all the senses being um, evoked. That's a great thing. That's amazing. It's, it's integrating your mind with all your senses and experiences. That changes the brain. And we need brain change. Can I get an amen? The mind, your, your brain is connected to your body. Your brain talks to your body. Your body talks to your brain. So if you think you're fat and ugly, that is a, a neural pathway that has been carved into your brain that is talking to your body. And then all those inflammation and cytokines and, and immunity gets depressed because we think poorly, we will live poorly. But our minds is the space of knowledge and reason and thought, and we can renew that. And this right here, there is no better way to renew your mind but than the, through the Word of God. So we got to talk about this because here's what I don't want to have happen. Hi, I don't want to have happen is that you are... I'm baby feeding you with a bottle because the revving the words or our RevWell TV, which is our online at-home workouts, we're everything about this ministry, what sets us apart, what sets you apart with you're doing revving the words or any of the things here, you're listening to the podcast, what sets it apart is everything is founded on the word. Everything. We, if you were just look at what we're doing and the sound is off, you'd be like, oh, there's just some people doing some fitness. Great. I'll do some fitness. But when we open our mouths and speak, every workout, every revving the word, everything we do, we're trying to unpack and process the knowledge of Scripture. Not just have knowledge of Scripture, but process it out. And here's what I don't want to have happen, that you are getting all your feeding through me. Or all of your food comes through your pastor. Or how about this? Some of you, you don't even eat real food. You eat fast food. You are content with Instagram posts with the five minute app, with the you version scripture of the day that is now in stories. And hear me, I am not against any of that. But that's fast food, yo. And you will not thrive on fast food. You can survive, but we were made for John 10, 10 life, life to the full. And that is only gonna happen for you when you pull out your fork and your knife you take the bottle out of your mouth, which is often a, a sermon, anything where someone else is teaching you is bottle fed. You're getting fed something. That's something. But you have to learn how to eat for yourself. You have to learn how to take the fork, take the knife, cut into the word and not be afraid of cutting yourself. But actually, the word is meant to cut you <laughs> so that you could be healed. So this is, it, it's everything. And I think the times that we are living in, there are so many things that are going to come and go in terms of, you know, um, ministries offering you tools or offering you this or that, different things. But w the word of God, you guys, we need more word of God. And why? Matthew 24, 4 says this, or 24, 35. Jesus says this, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Heaven and earth, everything. In Facebook, it's not, it's one day is no longer going to exist. Your phone, oh my gosh, how many phones have you gone through? No longer going to exist. Your body, your thighs rubbing together, touching, whatever it is, that's no longer going to exist. Everything in heaven, on earth, that's going to pass away. And 
What gets rebuilt is on the word of God. Everything that God has said will stand. That's eternal. Heaven and earth will pass away. Now, often, just so you know, heaven, we think sometimes of heaven as heaven, like God's kingdom. Heaven can be is what the Bible calls the skies. There's the heaven of the atmosphere around you. Let's talk about toxic airwaves, all of that heaven space, that, that dimension of space. That's all going to pass away. Everything that you see and experience in life is going to pass away. But the word of God that's, that's eternal. So if I'm here to teach wellness, I, this is the best thing we could do is to teach you how to be well as you worship. And part of worship is reading the word for yourself. So I would love for you to put in the chat, if you struggle with the word of God, or you're like, I don't know, you can put any question or put your struggle, put your challenge. Let's be honest. Let's be real. Is it finding time for it? Is it the fact that you believe the lie? You don't understand it. Is it the fact that you think it's, it's only for the theologians? That, all right, how about this? You're afraid of mishandling it. You're afraid of, of not using it cor correctly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Fear, 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 fear. And that is an accusation of the enemy to keep you from fullness of life. To know the word of God that leads you to the presence of who he is. So tell us what is your struggle with the word, and we will even come back on the replay and we can answer questions and give you some encouragement. All right, so this is why this matters. I'm hopeful, I'm grateful that if you're doing the podcast, if you're doing, I'm grateful, please hear me there. But I am also a trainer. I would be violating my own design to keep you under my teaching, to keep you under my leadership. No, appoint the best trainers of the world they graduate their students. The best disciplers, they disciples others who then they leave and disciple others. I'm honored to have a place in your life and be a voice of God's word. I'm, I'm grateful, but don't stop with me. Don't stop with your pastor. Don't stop with your favorite Instagram influencer. Don't stop with your favorite app. Don't stop there. That's drive-by eating. You were meant to sit down and feast on the word of God. Now, here's the thing. I say feast and people go, I don't have time for feast. Because I will probably say that is the number one thing most people would say they don't have time. Well, that is a straight up lie from the pit of hell. Because you and I have the same amount of time. It's not the fact that you don't have time. It's that you haven't put it as important. You have found other things that need to be more important in your life. You can find time to be here right now. You can find time to scroll. Look at your screen time, folks. Look at your screen time. Get honest with yourself. Nothing changes. Transformation. Awareness precedes transformation. You can't change what you're not aware of. And if you're aware, my gosh, I spent three hours on my phone. And listen, the Lord isn't asking you for three hours unless you want to go to seminary school. Great, go. But here's what we don't want to become. People that study the word and then that's all we do. Like the whole point of the word is we should become more alive as worshipers in spirit and in truth. Truth. And then this whispering of the Spirit. What is God saying to me through his word? So that you can become intimately known and knowing a God that then you walk out your unique design in the body you were given. That you aren't uh, feeling disconnected to yourself, hating your body, shaming your body. Your body is the perfect instrument and vehicle for the word of God to get into you, his love for you to be known, and that changes your mind and it renews it and that transforms a life. Information shared by me, that's something. 
But when you encounter the word yourself, here's what we know about brain science. Information alone, it does something, but not everything. Information plus experience or an encounter. Information and an encounter with an experience. That's super glue in your mind. So again, I'm grateful when we do Reverend the Word and you encounter God or you're like, oh, that was amazing. I'm grateful for that, but it can't stop there. God wants to talk to you anytime, all the time, so that you don't need a Lisa or a Reving the Word or even have to go move your body or exercise to feel like that's the only way I can get God. That's just not true. Okay, so here's why this is why it matters is because it's going to be the thing that everything stands on. When you stand before God one day, that he'll say, I, I, want him, I want you to hear that he knew you. Not Remember, we know that Jesus tells the parable, but there will be some he will send away and say, go away, I never knew you. Those who studied the scriptures, those who were like, look God, I did all those things, I never knew you. Because the point of scripture is not to just know scripture, but to know God. And in knowing God, you will know yourself. And then body image and all these other things start falling off of you. Because they cannot stand in the presence of God. All right, here we go. How to study the Bible. That's my whole setup. Have I convinced you that this matters? <laughs> Have I convinced you this matters? We are going to need this in the days ahead. You're going to need to know how to reach for the word, how to get it in you, not to just anesthetize yourself, but to come alive and to fight the good fight. And let me also, before I go forward, there's the written word of God and there's the, the whispered word of God. So again, the, you read the word to lead you to his intimate uh, voice in your life. They will not conflict with one another. Let me just make sure you know that. They will not conclude. So I will not read about scripture and something about being, you know, uh, uh, not practicing sexual immorality and how God despises that. And that's not the kingdom. Is, will, those will not inherit the kingdom. Those, um, it talks clearly about malice and greed and envy. You will not enter the kingdom. And then go out and then, well, God told me I could sleep with my boyfriend. God told me I could. No, no, no. That's your flesh. They will not conflict with one another. The whispers of God will always encourage you in the goodness of God, in his transforming grace, in a strength in your weakness. And holiness is something to be desired. Let's tell you, it's not sexy. Sorry, if you're looking for the, the sexy people, the popular people, keep moving. We're the ones who say, holy and whole. God, purify my heart, purify my mind, renew me because you have made me for great things in this world, and I'm going to need your transforming grace in order to do those things. And for most importantly, to remember that I am yours. Because God's not looking for, for people to go to work. <laughs> he wants children. First is your identity as a child, but then you've been given a purpose. And in living out that purpose is the glory of God fully revealed. Okay, here we go. First thing you're going to do. Well, there you go. That was quite the setup. I get really excited. Some of the, one of these days I'll stay on script, but probably never. All right, when studying the Word of God, simple, ready? Simple. By the way, it's, well, no, 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 let me get here myself. I'll get there, I'll get there, I'll get there. First thing, you gotta read it for yourself. You have to actually sit down and open it. And people ask me, do I study with an actual Bible or do I study with um, an iPad? And here's the truth, I study with an iPad. 
But I always at some point come back to look at the scripture written. There's something beautiful about this, carrying it, having it. it I have like about six of them around my house. <laughs> but I do use my iPad because um, I have a, an app called, um, well, first of all, there's a Bible app called Olive Tree. And it is like you can get into scripture, leave notes, highlight, make your own things. It'll organize information for you. That works for me because if I just write in notes, I can't find what I studied where I studied. So this helps me consolidate it. So, but I do read for myself. Maybe I'll do a whole nother teaching on um, digital aids or things that you can use to help. Okay, first, so that is to read it for yourself means you're not going to let somebody else put the bottle in your mouth. You're not going to take the passy. You're not going to take the, the, the simple way of like letting someone else chew the food and spit it into your mouth. That's, you know, that's what mama birds do, right? They chew the food and spit it into their baby's mouth. They break it down for them. Um, and that's why we like sermons. We like people that will do that for us. Ah, my brain doesn't want to work that hard. No, you need to sit down and start cutting with the fork and the knife. I told you guys about not eating fast food. You can't just do the Instagram, Instagram drive-bys and the U version. I got, uh, that's all the time that I have. Uh, I pray that God would put more of an, a desire and appetite in you. You know, the more you eat something, the more you want it. The more you drink water, the more you're thirsty for it. The more you eat sugar, the more you want it. The more you start to eat healthy things, the more you want it. So start eating it just with the intention of God. I'm going to read this. I'm not going to need the aid of an app right now. I am just going to read this to encounter you. Um, now I will say time wise, it's interesting. The body for the body, it takes 20 minutes. If you're going to eat food, it takes 20 minutes for your mind to even register that your stomach is full or that you are satiated. So, well, I guess what I'm trying to say there, if you go, well, how much time, Lisa, how much time? First of all, the Lord loves any time you can, but I'm saying it again. I'm looking for people that want to grow up. If, if you want to stay fast and easy, fast food, make it easy, then you're probably going to live off of that five minutes here, five minutes there. And will you know Christ? God knows. Will you flourish in life? I don't know. I think you'll survive, like I said, instead of having a thriving life, an intimate, passionate love with God. That comes in time. Relationships are built on investment of time. So let's just go off for the sake of Revelation Wellness. 20 minutes to digest your food. Try giving yourself at least 20 minutes in the Word. How about that? Could I set that up? 20 minutes. that You're actually taking some time to digest the Word of God. And get out a knife and a fork and dig in for yourself. So you have to take and set the time. I will set a timer for myself if I need to, if I know my schedule. If any of you follow me on Instagram, I'm real clear with like... I. <laughs> Someone asked me about, you know, how did you, how did you build the ministry? How do you do these things? How do you how how did you set goals for yourself and accomplish them? You know what you really do is you write those suckers down. And let me ask you this: How did you get through grade school? One grade at a time, one day at a time, one class at a time, one hour at a time. And you have to break those things down. And here's the thing: you couldn't ditch a class. When it was time for science, you went to science. When it was time for math, you went to math. The alarm went and you went. There's something to being disciplined of like, this is my 20 minutes with God. Set your timer. And just like you went for math class and graduated because you went 
so much, that's what you need to do. If you try to kind of plan it here or there, it probably won't happen. If you go, this is the time I'm going to write it down, it'll more likely happen than not. And let me just tell you, your brain is going to fight you. Agitation is part of transformation. You don't get transformation without agitation. So step into the agitation. I really don't want to do this. But you breathe and you soften and you open that scripture and begin to read. All right, so Lisa, where do I start reading? Well, my suggestion to you, and these are all just, my, there's a million ways to study the Bible, you guys. I'm just sharing with literally my personal uh, ways that I have practiced and ha have been tried and true, and I always can come back to them. If you don't know where to start, I always say start with the words of Jesus. Fall in love with Jesus. Just open up to Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, and, and just, and, and, and read. And just read. Now, here's the thing. I know if you open up to Matthew, you're going to get this genealogy. And you're like, well, this is boring. Just hang in there. 20 minutes. Remember, sometimes we eat things we don't like the way they taste. But once you've eaten it all together, for example, straight up salt. I don't just eat salt. But it adds something to the full experience of the, the meal. So sometimes you're like, uh, don't. Just read the names. Soften. Be there. You've got 20 minutes. It's going to go somewhere, most likely. But before you even begin to read, and I forgot to say this, before you begin to read, you're going to decide, I'm going to study the Gospels. Because there's one thing is to know Jesus. Just get to know Jesus. You want to pray before you start to read. James 4 says, if any of you lack wisdom, ask, and God will freely give. So if you feel like, ah, just pray, Holy Spirit, Open up these scriptures to me, that I might know God, that I might know him more to know myself more and do his will on the earth. Whatever your prayer is, but you pray. And when you pray, it's already yes and amen. It's like the heavens are like, we're in. And that time becomes, okay, I'm going to get something out of this. Even if, even if I'm going to get something out of this. Um, that remembering that 1 Corinthians 2 talks about that we have the mind of Christ. So praying that our mind would be set to be conformed. So pray before you start reading. It's just a little side note. If you're frustrated and you're like, I'm reading, I'm not getting anything, stop and pray. And you need to know part of reading scripture is you're going to wrestle with it. It's supposed to, God's inviting you into strength. And it's not just going to be easy and simple stuff. Some days it is. Some days it's like licking a lollipop. You're like, that was the exact word I needed. It came at the exact right time. Exactly. But sometimes you've got to wrestle through it because it strengthens you. It strengthens your faith. It strengthens your hope and your courage to keep pursuing God. All right. So I said it. Set a timer. That's the other. That's the third thing you can do. Set a timer and read in that time until something grabs you. Until something grabs you. I want to back up to you. Just remember to soften yourself. I didn't say it enough. You want to posture your body. Exhale, breathe. And like if you notice you're tense, like you just, or maybe you're tired, you would just notice yourself. Awareness. Awareness, awareness of what's going on. And confession in that prayer of God, I'm really tired here and my pride wants to leave. I don't think you're going to hear me or whatever it is. Just have that prayer of confession, a sincerity and truth. Then begin to read. And as you're reading, just let it come. If you get frustrated, pray, but just read. Be excited about it. Ask, as you're reading, 
and you find something that comes and jumps out at you, whatever it might be, um, within your time set, then you want to ask these three questions. Questions are, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I lost my, I lost my place. Talk amongst yourself. Okay, ready? What does this word teach me about who God is? What is this word? What is this, this verse, this, this, whatever. Maybe it's just one word that jumps out, like transform. What is this word trying to tell me, God, about you? Ask that question. Write it down. The next thing you can ask is, what does this word teach me about who I am? What does God want me to know about who I am in his word? Right? And then what does this word require for me to do? Ask these questions of the scripture. Ask, and you're in the presence of God there. He knows that you are there to connect with him. You want to know him more. You want his word in you. Ask those three questions. What does this word teach me about who God is? What does this word teach me about who I am? What is it asking me to do? Okay? Identity, identity. Those are two. Identity, identity, purpose. Because you're called to do something with the word of God. Now, if nothing grabs you in that time, don't be anxious. If you're like, I spent 20 minutes and I got nothing. No, no, no. You're going to pray and give thanks to God for his word. Spend two to five minutes or so with some worship music or just sit and enjoy God. Return back to that state whenever you need during the day. Just like, hey, God, we're here. I'm grateful. I read your word and you are with me. That has to be enough. If you're looking for the big epiphany and the big teaching and the big like moment, that's our pride. That's us thinking, that's us kind of uh, subscribing to teaching or learning the word of God like we did grades in school. It's not the same. You're not being graded when you read the Bible. Can I say that again? Someone needs to tweet that. You are not being graded when you read the Bible. God isn't sitting back and going, well, you kind of suck today, so sharpen up for tomorrow. No, the whole point is you just want to know this God who is your father, who is your maker, who is your husband, who is the one who is and is to come. So make sure you give yourself, if you're like, I didn't get anything, you got God. Can I get an amen? You got the word of God. You got that time to open your mind. And by the way, you got neuroplasticity, to be clear. You challenged your mind with something that doesn't come easy. I am here to tell you the word of God is not meant to come easy. It's simple, but it's not always easy sometimes. And that is often why we don't make the time or we don't think it's important or that we think we're not capable. What? We weren't made for easy. We were not made for easy. All right. Now, um, I want to encourage you. Now, that's basic. I want to say that's basic. That's 20 minutes. If you want to go deeper. You want to go deeper into study. Now, this is where I go often if I'm going to do a revving the word or speak somewhere. I mean, this is the next level that I go to. Um, You are going to want some extended tools for study. And those are things, first of all, always read in context. So if you're like, okay, that this portion really stuck out to me or this 20 minutes, always read within context of like what's going on. So this is why... Um, your different, um, what do you call it, uh, Bible commentaries. They're super helpful. I love expositors, expositors, Bible commentary. 
I love it. I, I, they're not cheap. I'll tell you that. Not cheap at all. But expositors is not cheap. But you can get so many online. Look for your tried and true. There's a, a, a website called blueletter.org. We love it. We use it a lot for our Revelation Wellness instructors, blueletter.org. Um, and you can find commentaries by some of the greatest on each verse where you can learn a little bit more about more context. What's going on here? Who's Paul talking to? Um, where, what time of year is this happening? What does the Jordan River look like at this time? That's where it gets really fun. It's really fun and you will find yourself in a rabbit hole because you're like, oh my gosh, this is what happens to our Revelation Wellness instructors because we teach them how to study the word more because they're coming with a message to their classes and they will end up preparing a message like they just get sucked into the word so deep because it's calling them, deep calls to deep. And they'll end up studying like four hours for a 30-minute class or something. But my goodness, is that not an investment in your life? Amen? So Tools for extent, Extended Study is a, um, a commentary or, again, online commentary. So find out what other commentators are saying about that verse, find context and such. The second thing is a Bible dictionary. Uh, you can use blueletter.org, same thing. They have dictionaries. So you can find out exactly what was said in the Greek and what that word means in the Greek. Oh, man, it'll blow your mind. The things we think Jesus was saying based on our current day lexicon, it's not the same what it is. Like, for example, freedom. I was studying freedom today. Freedom is not what we to say. If we go freedom, then here in America, we go, well, that's just the right to do everything. I get to do what I want. Biblical translation of freedom is the... Uh, ability to do as one ought, <laughs> to live according to God's best. You're free, no longer a bonded, you're no longer a slave in bondage. You are now free to follow God. But there are still boundaries that fall in pleasant places because he's a father. He's not going to say, go ahead and have everything you want and anything you want. Why? Because too much sugar makes you sick. And 1 Corinthians 6, 12 says, everything's permissible for me, but not everything's beneficial. Everything's permissible for me. I have freedom, but I will not be mastered by anything. So you start to learn what is going on in Scripture. What was really meant when Jesus was talking in his day about sexual immorality or talking about sin or talking about any concept that we go, well, that was then and no longer now. It is for now. So commentaries, Bible dictionary. The other thing is to um, read the verse in other translations. Read the verse in other translations. Uh, and again, you can incorporate this into your little 20 minutes, but it's when you want to start to go deeper, deeper and deeper. Things get so cool and deep and like, man, it's just fun. And may I encourage you too, maybe as you study for yourself, don't like every day, something new, something new, something new. How about hold on to something for a while? If, if something grabs you in, in 2 Corinthians 10 about um, tearing down strongholds, maybe go into that, go deep, deep, deep into that piece of scripture, not just a new piece of scripture, a new piece of scripture, a new, we do that. Because why? We think more is better. We just do. We think more is better instead of, you know what, let me go deeper here. I was just saying to a friend today, I would rather, she was asking about uh, scripture memorization and how do you do that and, you know, how do we work on that? And, and I love that. I love memorizing scripture, but I told her this, I would rather know and apply three scriptures. I'd rather have three scriptures memorized and applying in my life daily or often than memorizing 300 scriptures. 
that I don't even use. That's, that's called being fat. And that's what the religious people were accused of. Being calloused heart, it means to have a fat heart. You know all these scriptures, you study all the time, but it's not doing anything in you. So you think more is better? How about go deeper? Spend time with it. So if you spend time with something, then you are going to look at commentaries. You are going to look at translations. You are going to look at, you're going to just turn on it for a while, chew on it, meditate it. This is what we do in Revelation Wellness. You don't need more drive-bys. You don't need more fast food. You need good quality food. So don't eat more, eat better. All right, that's it. How simple. That's not simple enough. <laughs> I think I got it all across to you, yeah? And in 30 minutes, did you have any questions? Let's do, let's do a little open Q&A. Hey, do me a favor, hit share. If you're here, there's 90, 91 of you. You know I'm going to ask you, hit share. Let's get the Word of God into people's lives again, that it would come alive for us. I'm going to pray before I hang up that we would, that the, that the Spirit of God would move upon us and give us excitement uh, and, and strength for his word, because we know agitation is going to be there. But we need this. This is the only reason Rev is Rev. The only, if you've been blessed by this ministry, this is the only reason why. is because we have worshipped God, and we worship God in spirit. Going for a movement, activation. The word spirit, the Holy Spirit, is the active force of God. We're doers of the word. We don't just hear the word. But truth, spirit and truth. You need to know the truth. And that spirit and truth, you know what spirit and truth does? It keeps you out of the ditches of obsessing and neglecting your body. Spirit and truth will keep you out of the ditch of pride or false humility. I'm not enough. I'm blah, 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 or I'm everything. Spirit and truth, they're the guardrails that will keep you growing in the Lord and moving towards your destiny. All right, question, questions. I'm here. Really excited. You guys stay tuned because the next couple of weeks we have some really cool things happening in Revelation Wellness. Um, so incredible. I, a little bit of this is setting you up for that. But listen, if, you, if we never meet again, <laughs> study the Word of God. Study the Word of God. It's, it's fascinating. All right, I'm going to pray. Take a deep breath, everyone. Exhale. Do it again. God, thank you. We thank you for not leaving us like orphans. Thank you that not only are you Emmanuel, God, with us, but you have given us words to know you, to come to you, to when, when it feels like our boat is sinking, God, your, your written word can be an anchor to our souls. And it invites us to dive deep. And like Paul would pray, God, I pray this, that you would give each of us strength in our spirit to know the height, the breadth, the width, the length, and the depth of your love for us. That you would help us to, to find that in Scripture. That we would have the strength, the integrity, and the ability to overcome the agitation, Lord. That not only overcome it, to embrace it that we would be people of your word who have been transformed by your word because we're doers of your word. Give us the grace for that, God. I pray, I, I uh, 
break the chain of uh, stupidity or um, numbness or lethargy when it comes to your Bible, Lord, when it comes to your word. I break that off that people that believe the lie that it's too hard or too difficult or too boring or whatever, we break it in Jesus' name right now. I pray that they would see your face, the joy of the Lord set before them that is strength, God, that your joy is our strength to uh, come into your word and find you in deeper places, God that you are uh, throwing a party over it right now, that we repent of our fast food living or no food living, God. We repent of it and we come to you and say, Holy Spirit, infuse us with desires for the word of God and teach us truth. Lead us into all truth because you are the way and the truth of the life, God. And we want more of that on the earth. In Jesus' name, amen.